welcome back. Oh my God. It's been a long time since I said that shit. It's been a long time. It's been a long, long time. Welcome back to another episode of, I guess, the reintroduction of the Grown Up Dad podcast. Podcast, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am the co-host at this time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Say it. Say it. Co-host, baby. Yeah, boy. And with the the new host. You're in a magical studio, you know. We had to revamp some things and get things right. So we put him as a co-host, put the C-O dash in front of the name. Thanks. But I am, of course, the gorgeous one, presentable Ricky. That's what they call me. Don't nobody uh, call you that. It's, it's been two years later. Listen, listen. And still listen, don't nobody call you that. Listen, my mama called me something different. I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let y'all have it. So, yeah. We're back. We're back. So, man, it's been been a long two years since somebody took over the podcast and they really, you know, well, put no all, episodes out. But first, you know, it's cool. First cool. of all, everybody got time for that shit right there, bro. Don't we? Uh, don't we coming back and starting that? Look, see, man, back like I never left, baby. Look how, look how you do, bro. Just, just look how you do. But anyway, what's been going on with you, man? It's been a long two years, man. Um, shit, COVID, COVID, COVID definitely happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. It caught up to me. Yeah, I think we both had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had it a little bit worse, unfortunately, during I mean, that time frame. But, but you still here, so I'm glad you fought her off. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, most of our listeners are people that know us, mm-hmm. but for those who don't know us, um, when COVID started, maybe like what, two, three months after it started, after I we after we had to go home. Yeah, I got it. I got it bad. Like. After Father's Day, we went on a boat trip. We went on a remember? boat trip for Father's Day. And then, um, I came home, thought it was just uh, dehydration because mm-hmm. we were out on the boat all day just fishing, chilling with our kids. Yep. Came yep. home, had a good dinner. I was like, man, I'm just tired. I'm going to go to sleep. Woo. Woke up. Something was wrong. Stayed home. Stayed home another day. Family had me get tested. Uh, actually, no, they didn't even have me get tested. I just got sick, sick. Like, yeah, I, I got to the point where, out of both of us, I was the one that almost died. Yeah, um, they they called a uh, they called an ambulance for you, huh? Yeah. yeah, wife had to call the ambulance for me. That was no fun seeing my son cry while I get taken away. Um, for me, COVID got me so bad that it messed with my kidneys. Yeah. So, again, we we ladies that listen, I mean, we men, we we do stupid shit. We admit to that. Um, you know, not to just put it out there, but you know, I, diarrhea was part of the issue. That's why we had to run on toilet paper. Oh, so, yeah, the Nigerian trots. Yeah, so oh, okay, okay. Me being logical, I'm like, well, I'm peeing on my ass, so I'm peeing. I'm fine. <laughs> so my wife was like, well, when the last time you peed? I'm peeing on my ass. I'm fine. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah, no, nah, that's not the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, it's not the same thing. So she got on me for that, and then I ended up getting sick and. I, it, it got bad, so hospital got called, ambulance came, picked me up, okay, took okay. me to the ER, tested me. Back when they still had to like dig up to your damn brain to see if you had oh, COVID. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. Did the test, came back like, yeah, you got that shit. It's like, oh, the pain was so bad at that point because it was messing with my kidneys. They gave me um, like uh, what's that? The morphine. Super, morphine. Yeah. Had me floating. <laughs> like it's two years later and I still remember I was like I feel great I can, I can just go home nah we good shit 
got released a couple hours later because you know I wasn't thankfully it wasn't in my lungs. And yeah, then, um, that's good. Went home and spent like the next three weeks at the house just trying to recover. So yeah, COVID COVID put me down bad, um, but bounced back thankfully. That's good. That's good. Uh, let's see from there. Shit, last two years has been a lot, man. From there, left my government job finally. Government. Finally left the government job. Okay. Shout out to everybody I still talk to back there. Um, right. Went and got my engineering title. Worked my ass off to get it since we met. Yeah, yeah. And then I uh, realized I hated that shit. Wow. All them years putting in work, you know, speaking it into existence. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Got it. Hated it. Hey, hey. Absolutely hated it. Wait, wait. That reminds me of something. Don't they say... Be careful of what you careful wish what you for. Wish for. Oh, okay. Because that's what, I mean, we are a growing up dad podcast, so that's something that we definitely need to speak to our kids about. Be careful what you wish for. And one of the things that I've been trying to encourage my kids to do since they're a little bit older right now is to find somebody in the field that you think you want to go in and see if there's any type of way to shadow them, to see what they do on a day-to-day basis and be uh, in communication with that person so you can actually figure out exactly what they do on a day-to-day and not just the glamorous stuff Absolutely agree that, with that you look up. The issue I had with that was I was already in a networking position. I just wasn't an engineer. So okay. I knew the majority of the ins and outs. Okay. Having said that, I think the thing that turned me off about it the most was the consistent on-call basis. And having, a, and having a young son. I got um, you. There were multiple instances, because, again, you're not in the office, where I get off work at 5 or 6 or whatever, and then I'm still working. Okay. And I'm working from home, so it's not horrible. Right. But at that point, my son is starting kindergarten. So I am trying to work with overseas sites. Okay. And make sure my son is good. So I got to try to cook him dinner. And all this other stuff. So there were literally t- uh, multiple times where I couldn't cook dinner for my son. And he's coming back to me, Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm hungry. So that shit just started to, like, eat at me. It was like, I'm just not I'm not spending the time with my family that I wanted. I got you. So I can't say it's not that I didn't enjoy the role. Right. I didn't enjoy everything that comes along with the role, which is a lot of responsibility, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I realized that. Which sounds weird for me. The money didn't make me as happy as I thought it was going to be because the money was great. Wow. Can you guys believe? You, everybody that's listening, I know this guy since he was yay hot to a grasshopper. Can you believe that he just made that statement? Right so I'm there? not going to lie. I missed the oh money. My God. I missed the oh money a lot. I, I won't lie. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before you keep moving on here. Do you feel that possibly if you were in the office and you did have that that break from office time, to the time that you have to drive home and then maybe communicating with the overseas site. Do you think that that would have been a little bit of a breakup that you needed versus, versus just always up, on? Yeah. Getting always up on, and yeah. because you're at home, it's like you wake up. It never ends. And then, yeah, exactly. I you wake never up to left, it. You I go sleep with it office. as just, there's a possibility that that may have been a part of it. Um, the other part was it was just for a multi-billion dollar company two engineers for the network side. Mm. So that in itself is a lot of work. 
Right. For just no, two no, people. I get you. I get you. Especially for just two people. You're right. So right. if one of us goes on vacation, <clears throat> the other one is just kind of ass out. So. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I've noticed that a lot of businesses do think that reducing staff will help out with everything that's going on. It saves money, but you str- you're stressing your team out. And in the end, you end up losing because you lose good people because you overwork them. And that that's basically what it came down to. Like my job, and again, I have nothing bad to say about that job. Right. Um, even the people there I still talk to. But it got to the point where the job was like, yo, just, just take a break. Like, just, you know, go on FMLA. And I was like, I just, I can't. I just can't come back to this because I, I can take the break. But then I know what I'm coming right back to. So, so. On those lines right there, just like if you were working in the office and, you know, going home on a daily basis, do you feel like if they would have hired another two engineers, that would have lightened the load? Or hey, we could have even had a junior engineer just to ha- handle the like the low hanging fruit. Yeah, that would have made all the difference in the world. I probably would have never left. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but again, I, that job, I will give it credit for teaching me, you know, everything that you think you want. You may not want at number two. Your mental health really matters, especially as a black man. Say that loud. We don't take our mental health into enough account. So I knew I was unhappy, and instead of just saying, well, fuck it, I'm making really, really good money, Mm -hmm. I'm going to just deal with it, I decided to make a change. Um, So I stepped out. I am still learning, still growing at home, but I am basically going from IT to farming. Um, Started a vertical farm. Hey, aren't you going backwards? Then we go from farms to like, you know, and more it, it feels advanced. weird because like I know, you know, I'm getting older, and it's like, you know, your your thoughts and feelings of things change, but like, right, all the material shit that I thought meant a lot to me don't. really don't mean nothing to me more. Like, it means more to see my son happy, yeah, and smiling and having fun with me, um, spending time with family, friends, and then I haven't spent as much time as I would like to right now, just because I'm trying to work on some other things and kind of revamp my life as it is. There's some other stuff going on that I won't get into right now. Right, right, right. Um, so I'm working on revamping that. But those in the like the inner circle, they kind of know what's going on, so they're understanding. But, yeah, man, like, work work on your happiness, man. Like, if you if you ain't feeling it, find something else. And- I, I literally <clears throat> took, I took my six-figure salary and I cut it in half, like, literally down to the penny. Wow. So here's the thing. You're right. Working on your mental health is definitely, definitely important. And I like what you said about how what what really makes you happy is seeing your son happy, right? And so that's a teaching moment, not only for you that you just learned that, but because we are growing up dads, you're growing up and you just learned that, right? So going forward, that's probably something that we should teach our kids. Absolutely, because I've noticed now that I get to spend more time with them, because um, I just do my 40 and I go home that unknowingly or unconsciously I have been putting it into his mind that money is everything. Cause all he talks about is being rich, right? Money and this and that, nothing about happiness. Right. So I find myself, you know, having conversations with him, trying to kind of throw those little darts in there, so to speak, like, yo, it ain't, it ain't all about the money, son. So, so let's, let's dissect that for a second here. So, Without un, unbeknownst to you, unbe, unbe, whatever, however you say, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody know I can't speak. Unbeknownst. Unbeknownst to you, sir. Um, 
maybe your upbringing was a cause of you feeling like money would make you happy. And then, therefore, as you grew up. Yeah, because when you fucking hold broke. On, you, hold on, Let me ask a question. Let me set it up, and then I'm going to let you knock it out, all right? Hey, hold on, brother. Whoa. So as we growing up, you know, in the environment that you grew up in, it, it seems from the, from looking out your window that money is what's making you happy, especially you see the nice cars rolling down your street, even though we shouldn't do the things that they did to get those cars. But we see that type of stuff, and then we see the other side of, uh, of that fence, and that grass is a lot greener, right? And so as you grow up, you feel like, oh, I better make money, I better make money, I better make money, thinking that that money is what's actually going to make you happy. But in turn, it didn't. So how do you feel about that? So with that, because in the love of the last two years, uh, I have started going to therapy consistently, which has been hey, amazingly applause, helpful. Applause to you. Applause to you, sir. Um <sighs> I don't want to say like I feel like I wasted all these years because it wasn't a waste. It was a learning experience. Mm -hmm. But it is hard to not feel like it was time wasted. Well, it's it, hard. I, and again, I, I I don't feel bad. I'm not knocking myself for doing it. Like you everybody to, makes moves at different times in their lives. Like nobody has to make the moves at the same time. But you had to get here to figure out what you needed in order for you to figure out. And what, I'm still figuring out want. shit too. And I'm right. I'm. I'm okay with that. Like, there's people, there's plenty of people out there that feel like shit because, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm, don't feel like shit, bro. Right. There's plenty of people out here. They may not say it verbally, but there's plenty of people out here that's our age or older that yeah. still don't really know what the hell they want to do with their life. Right. And that's okay. Absolutely. And it's okay to try stuff. It's, it's okay to get off the couch and try some. If it's for you, great. If it's not for you, then find something else before you quit that. And then could try something else. Yeah, I'm not advocating like just sitting on your ass and doing nothing. Cause Absolutely that's what really, not. Like, nah, I'm I'm not about that. Like, you still got to go out there and put work. Like, my son, he's become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, so that's all he's ever gonna know. It's right. a particular lifestyle. Right. Until he's older, moves out and tries his own. That's different. So I'm not saying I'm just going outright. Oh, nah, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Like, I'm still, I'm still move, making moves. I'm right. just not. I'm not grinding. And well, I say I'm not grinding because when you really look at that word, grind is to wear it down. I'm not trying to wear myself down. But I'm see, trying to live. It, 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 it's funny because I, I saw a quote from my that my cousin posted, right? And it, it was it was talking about being productive, right? And then people have a, a misconceived notion that being productive is consistently working, consistently moving, consistently doing this, doing that. When being productive could just be rest. Because Absolutely. if you're tired, how can you work, right? So being productive could just be, hey, I'm I'm making plans. I haven't physically done anything yet, but I'm making plans. That's you being productive, right? Being productive could be just you spending time with your son because now you're showing him a, a father-son relationship that he can now relate to when he has kids and he can look back on that time and say, we didn't do a whole lot of nothing, but I had fun with my dad. Productivity That's does not have to equal monetary gain. Exactly, sir. Exactly. I absolutely agree with that quote. I like that a lot. Um, so, yeah, man, I was just, you know, I'm going through going through changes, like the songs say. But, you know, it's it's cool. Like, I'm, I'm learning. I got my up days. I got my down days. Like, it's, it's life. You just got to ride the wave. Yes, sir. So, I find myself less less angry at times 
That's good because you um, are an angry light skin. I am black a light. Guy. I am an angry light skin black guy. <laughs> um, that is definitely due to the therapy, and and I ain't gonna front like it's not. Uh, I microdose. I microdose with okay. shrooms, so okay. I am a big proponent of that at this time. Okay. Um, Psychedelics, bro. I have found that shit to be extremely helpful. Okay. Yeah, I, I listen to other podcasts and I I do hear them saying that that is very like very not and not just like with it. my my anger issues, but like my ability to convey my thoughts, okay. to organize my thoughts, to speak with people in a kind of I guess softer demeanor, so to speak, like not get as aggravated quickly. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, creativity, yes, focus. Yes. Uh, like, bro, like I, I'm a huge, huge proponent at this point for uh for microdosing. Okay. Like, and obviously in a responsible way. Like, you, I mean, yeah. Obviously, you know, people are gonna do what they do, and I can't judge anybody for that because I've obviously made my mistakes when it comes to um drugs as well. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, we all have our our vices. We all have our our crosses to bear and everything like that. And we all have been in positions where we do dumb stuff at dumb at different times of our in our lives or whatever you know what i'm saying so you're absolutely right i mean if it's helping you then there you go you know what i'm saying all you can do is speak to what it's doing for you but again whatever you do you got to do it with responsibility you know what i'm saying absolutely so other than that man like i said life is uh life is throwing me some curveballs but you know i'm just stepping off the uh back off the plate Taking a better look at the pitch before I hit it and keep it moving. So you probably could, you know, step out the box because that's really what you want to do. I mean, so I'm, can, I don't really play baseball either, so you know. Okay, I'm, I'm black. I'm black. Black. I play basketball. I play football wow. and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're not island black. I look here. I am black. I am Detroit black. I play football. I play basketball. I got you. I shoot dice. You mean CeeLo? Man, look here. I I am like a lot of stereotypes when it comes to that shit. Like, wow. And I'm okay with that. It okay. is what it is. But that's just up. What's been up with you the last two years, boy? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Last two years, man. I was I was working for a community college doing my IT thing. Um, it was doing. It was doing we what it's supposed to be. Down the street from each other, we did lunch multiple times. Yes, yes, that was that was great. Yeah, that was great. But I mean, you know, um, just just working out there. It was just a far, really, really far drive, and for the compensation that they were providing, it wasn't it wasn't worth it. So I had to move along from there. But I stayed out there, and I learned I learned a lot there. Um, and a side note, I have learned that a lot of these companies do horrible jobs tracking their damn equipment. Horrible jobs. <clears throat> so I don't know anybody listening. The comments that this how, guy just spoke. How friendly you are not... with your IT department. But if you're not friendly with them, you may want to get friendly with them because that nice laptop you got, chances are it probably ain't being tracked. Yes, it is. Don't be listening to this dude. Man, listen. Bruh. Listen, I'm not, I am not condoning stealing. However... I am simply telling you, a lot of the stuff y'all think is being tracked. This is an educational podcast, and we're not, not educating you tracked. on 
thievery. Do not do that. Do not do that. Contact. No, don't 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 do it. But <laughs> I, I would say definitely uh, converse with your your friendly IT staff, and then you know, wow, this guy right find here. out what is and isn't uh kind of tied down to uh to your system at work and. I'll just leave it at that. But continue. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> this guy right here. We went from a great conversation to you. Because I'm, you I'm teaching still, people. I'm still to... so flabbergasted at, like, your last job, my current job, and the lack of just I mean, that's, tracking for all this expensive equipment. I mean, but that, I think that's all job. I mean, it's, it's and all. And I'm finding out it really is. I'm like, it's. I, I, I just, think that's the standard for all IT departments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, we're not even going to go there. We just gonna, I'm just going to say, you know, I learned a lot there. Um, learned some stuff that I didn't know. You know what I mean? Uh, but then when it comes to the family and stuff, everything, it's pretty good. Uh, being, let me see, being home with them more uh, just due to COVID and, and things like that. It opened up my eyes on some of the things that I, I thought was going well, and we were able to uh, communicate and kind of understood that it wasn't as great as I thought it was. But through communication, we were we have been able to open up those lines of communication a lot more to get more of an understanding where each other is coming from. Which, I mean, that's that's all I can ask for. You know what I mean? Um, I'm coming from a place where. For all our normal listeners and, and people that know me, I mean, at first it was just no, 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 no. It's my way or the highway because that's how I was raised. But, you know, I'm beginning to evolve to where I actually could sit down and listen to my kids. And now, don't get me wrong, I, I'm not an open book right still. I am not. I don't listen to everything I got to say. Some things is still a hard no. Well, so um, let me let me interrupt real quick. Are you, are you just outright not listening or are you listening but still – parenting so to speak uh i'm listening but i'm still no so i hear them and i understand where they're coming from on a lot of things gotcha however being a parent some things you just don't know you don't know what you don't know and at the age of you know 16 17 you know 12 and 10 sometimes you don't know what you don't know and as a parent i'm telling you no but i'm not just telling you no just to see you not happy. I'm telling you no for a specific reason that we can sit down and have a conversation when you're ready to listen to it because right now you're disappointed because you heard no. You understand what I'm saying? And so I think that just sitting down, talking to them, being more open in their conversation and showing them that I am willing to uh, listen to them, it ain't just a hard no all the time. I think that's helping out our relationship a lot. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's good. Shit, I'm over here dropping cigars. Yeah, you party foul. This guy he broke the broke the end. Yeah, party foul. Anyway, but other than that though, um, yeah, things things uh, they're going, brother. They going. You know, I, I still. I think this COVID, this staying home, has opened up my eyes to be more of. Uh, Figuring out how to be an entrepreneur. Like, I, I love IT and I love what I do within IT, but I don't like the time constraints that they have. It's kind of like what you're saying, you know, 
always being on, always, you know, um, trading my, my time for money. Like, I figured that that's not a good look for me, and I don't want to do that anymore. And I want to figure out how to be my own boss and take care of my own stuff through my own time time period. Don't get me wrong. I understand being an entrepreneur, there are deadlines and there are certain, you know, timelines that you do need and to meet. And it's going to be more of your time. Huh? It's going to be it's going to take more of your time. Initially. Initially, you're absolutely right. To get it up and running, it will take more of the time. But what that does is it provides me the opportunity to get it up and running and then train somebody to be the manager of it to manage that while I go out and search for another opportunity that could potentially bring every every uh every opportunity could bring a crumb and as uh, and then you start stacking your crumbs and as you get more and more crumb you'll have enough you'll have enough of a pile of crumb to monetarily take care of your family but still have the time that you need away so you can still do what you need to do with your family still you know what i mean so that's that's what i'm more so thinking about all right so that's that's kind of the introduction from the last you know last, last two years, years yeah. a, oh shit no I, I did forget um my niece slash damn near daughter because that's how close we are mm-hmm. um gave birth to my first i guess great nephew slash grandchild because i'm gonna need you not to start like not to man, talk like that because that sound like some backwater it, it do sound like something so i mean for background my niece has has said like she considers me more like a father than an uncle gotcha. so that was touching so you know in return i was like well shit you know treat you like my daughter there you like go you, you in the will you and you know everything else so yeah man she got in the will i can't even get in the will nah, you can't even get in the will wow. but yeah That's but you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when she gave birth uh i was like damn like you know that's that's like my grandkids so i'm like yeah, yeah. bro that's that's, that's, dope. Tri- that's tripping me out, man. Hey, it's a great feeling. Granddaddy. Dude. It's crazy <laughs> to see that shit, but it's it's a dope feeling. Um, and then they just found out recently they're expecting their second child. Congrats, congrats. Nah, I'm not saying I've I've said congrats, but I'm I'm nervous because it's a girl. And thus far. Oh, grandpa. Boy. You better start saving up now, bro. Man, that little girl going to run me. You better start. Every every time you get paid, just go get your 100 ones and put them in a the drawer. Because every time you see her, you're going to be giving her a dollar. That little girl going to run the shit out of me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Buy her something nice with this dollar right here. Then the next thing you know, you're going to be giving $2. Then it's going to be $10. Then it's going to be $20. Then every time you see her, you're going to be giving her a C note. Just give her my credit card. Like, just give right. what you want, baby. There you go. There you go. And then my son looking at me like, what What the hell, Dad? Like, hey, you get a job. Which Wow. <laughs> I don't wow. know as fathers why we do that shit. Like, we, we really want sons. And then we had daughters or, you know, nieces or whatever. Like, we, we treat them like... You can have whatever you want in this world, baby. Knowing damn well this whole time, we we couldn't wait to get a son. Could and it, then when you get him, you're like, oh, yeah, I got a son. I got a little me. Cool. Get your ass to work. Right, right. But could it be because the way that you're treating daughters and granddaughters? But see, up, I, I, wait, I take wait, 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 with that. Go is, ahead. Is Go it ahead. making up for the way that you've treated others in you the know past? What? And honestly, possibly. Okay, I just want to no, make and, sure. And honestly, it possibly is because I, 
I again prior to meeting my wife, yeah. I have been a horrible individual. You emphasis on whore. Um, <laughs> okay. When okay. it comes to women, like like I very much womanizing. Um, yes, I can. Yeah, it, I, I I can understand. I, I, again, there's a lot of individuals. If I saw them today and they smack me, I would just I'd just eat that. And yeah, offer yeah. an apology if they wanted it. Um, I don't think they would want it, but you know, if they ever happen to listen, I, I apologize. I sincerely, really do apologize from the bottom of my heart. Um, because yeah, I mean, I know the saying is "with age comes wisdom," but that ain't always the case. Because I know a lot of old stupid people, but I like to think that life experience has taught me a lot of different things, and I was outright just dead ass wrong. Yes. The way I treated a lot of different women. So I'm going to double down on that and say we were dead ass wrong. A lot. A lot. So I, there's that, but it, I don't know, man. Like, I just, <clears throat> just trying to enjoy dad life, man. Like, that's, that's so, what it is. So that, that, does, that does bring an interesting point because you mentioned that, you know, we want sons, we want sons, and then we have daughters, and we basically treat them like princesses, right? Hold on. But then we treat our sons like, like you said, get to work. Why do you feel we do that? And that's, that's you just rejog my memory on the point I was trying to bring. Like, we, I feel personally like we got to stop that shit. Like, I can't tell, I can't tell my niece or my, my granddaughter or great niece or whatever, or even if I ever have a daughter, that you can do anything in this world and you can be Wonder Woman and, you know, there's nothing you can't do. Right, the right. first sign of trouble, come running like I'm Superman. Like she can't take care of it. Well, to a certain point, you still gonna be super dad, right? You still, cause I have daughters. And but I, again, I, I need to treat my daughters like I would treat my son. Right, right, but that's what I was gonna say. I have daughters, so yes. When they're still young and all of that, yeah, we still come to the rescue. We big bad dad and we we doing our thing. But as they get older and as they start thinking for themselves and as they start utilizing the teaching that you have been providing for them, then that's when you have to slowly step away. It's for your daughter. It's super, super hard. But you have to start allowing them to use the teachings that that you have given them. Um, at, at the age where you still kind of have a security blanket under them so that when they do go out there in the world, then they actually are still utilizing the teachings that you have provided for them versus them going out there being wild because they've been sheltered their entire life. Like some some of the kids that, that I come across, is um, they, they've been sheltered, you know what I mean? I read an article, I want to say maybe like a, a couple weeks ago, and it was either age, age 10 or age 13. Mm-hmm. But essentially the article was saying, you know, for any child, you know, male, female, whatever they ident- end up identifying as, doesn't matter. You basically oh, only yeah. have until they're 10 or 13 to teach. And after that, you, your job is just to basically guide because they've already learned everything they're going to learn from you at that point for the most part. You, you're still going to teach them different things right. that are age appropriate. Right. But you kind of got to start letting go a little bit and letting them make their own mistakes and letting them learn, like, you know, hey, I, I kind of taught you that already. Like, you're going to fail, you're going to fail. Right. I and, and even though it's a hard thing to say, I agree because, again, you still – you have a safety – you have a security blanket under them or a security net, however you want to say it, under them. But until you figure out what they're going to do when adversity hit, when 
yeah, where adversity hits, you really don't know how they're going to react. Because just like everybody that's listening to us, and, and both of us both know, there's going to come hard times. It's not going to be all, you know, peaches and, and gravy and whatever whatever your cup of tea is. It's not going to be all that all the time. Well, like the conversation we was having off air before we even started recording. Like uh, the kid had a birthday party today. You know, they're playing little kid games there. And then uh, playing musical chairs. He loses. Okay, lost. You tried. Okay, okay. He start crying. I'm like, yo, you can't, you can't start crying because you lost. Right. I don't never want to play this game again. Like, did you try hard? But doesn't noticing like, yo, I got to, this is a teaching moment. It's not a moment for me to get upset because you know, right. my son's crying. It's like, a, hey, man, you, you can't win every time. That part right there. Like it's, and I'm trying to teach him like, yo, it's it's okay to fail. Like I'm not mad at you for failing. Actually, Actually I encourage you to fail because I want you to try more shit. I want you to get out there, find out what you're good at, find out what you're weak at. If you're weak at something but you like it, let's try it again. Right. And that's actually the first step in success is to fail. Because, I mean, think about it. Everybody that's that's walking, everybody that has the ability to walk, when you first start learning how to walk, you stood up and you fell on your ass. Every single one of us did that, right? And then as we got better at standing up and balancing, we were able to take one step and then we'll fall again. But that's it. We failed at walking when we first start trying it, right? And as we continue to fail and continue to to attempt to do it, we were able to successfully start walking. Then we were able to successfully start running and jogging and jumping. Oh, no, he's and, still and, clumsy like his mama. He can't run the shit. I, but but I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, at the end of the day, he's not crawling around. He's not sitting on his butt waiting for you to come pick him up like he used to. No, and I used uh, the analogy of him learning how to swim because he's in swim class now because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, COVID, we put him in swim class. Um, so I basically told him, you know, like, hey, when you started swimming, could you swim? No. Now you can swim. Right. Why? You practiced. Right. You weren't good at it at first. You failed. You got mm-hmm. better because you practiced. There you go. It's cool. Was yeah. I mad at you for failing? No. Okay. You think I'm mad at you now? No. No. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Now, I also told him, like, did you like playing the game? Yeah. Then we can try it again. My my rule with him since day one, and we've stressed this, is you ain't got to like it, but you got to try it. Right. And I, I I think that more more people and more parents should actually encourage their children to try more things, uh, whether it's sports or whether it's food or whether it's whatever it is. You should encourage them to try it because you never know whether or not they're going to like it. I always tell a story to my kids that my grandmother told me. Um, my aunt, she don't like black eyed peas, right? Mm-hmm. So she never made them for my cousin. And... So for the longest time, my cousin never had black eyed peas because she, you know, her mom never made them because her mom didn't, didn't like, like them, them right? right? Then my grandmother made them. My cousin tasted them. My cousin loves black eyed peas. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is because we don't like something sometimes, we keep it away from our kids. And so in turn, sometimes we're actually hurting our kids by not introducing them to more things because we may not have a taste for it or we may not like whatever it is or whatever. And in turn, if we introduce those things to them, the possibility of them liking it and loving it and flourishing with it, it could be it could be out, outstanding. You know, you never know that they could take it. I'll tell you a story about my daughter. 
Now, when I was growing up, my grandmother crocheted blankets for us all on our birthdays, like when we were born or whatever, right? right? I, I wish I still had mine. But I still actually got mine. That's what's up. That's what's up. But she crocheted blankets, right? Now, mind you, I don't crochet. I I don't have the patience for it. I would get frustrated, and then yarn would go in the knot, and I'm done at that point. You know what I mean? But my daughter is amazing at crocheting, and I feel bad that I didn't like introduce her to things that I didn't like earlier along the lines. Now, granted, she's still young, and she's actually has her own business. Shout out to her. She actually makes um, bees and wells and animal and other stuff. She makes that and she sells them to her friends. She actually has, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll try to put it in the comments, but she actually has a, uh, I think an Etsy page or whatever. Etsy store? Uh, yeah, Etsy. She don't have the store yet, but she does have a page or whatever. Okay, okay. And so she puts her stuff on the page and she, she makes the stuff um, and she sells it or whatever. You know what I mean? So- I mean, shout out to her. She being her own entrepreneur, her own boss, and she doing her thing. So I'm I'm super proud of her. I just wish I could have encouraged her a lot earlier, but sometimes it's not for me to encourage her. Sometimes it's for me to give her that creative idea to say, hey, you could be an entrepreneur. Figure out something that you want to do with yourself and just get good at it and just do it. No, and I, I completely agree with you. Like, as parents, we got we to gotta be more open-minded. Like, again, we've had this conversation plenty of times off air. I am very much agnostic. I am not a fan of any any religion. Yeah, I hear you. But again, like that's that's my personal belief. Jesus wept. Okay. <laughs> Keep going, man. I'm but sorry. with that being said, obviously my family is, is more religious than I am. It's, oh, you got to take them to church. I'm going to take them to church. Right. But I'm also going to take them to a mosque. Okay. A temple. Okay. Damn near everything. I am not going to dictate what his belief system is going to be as far as religion is concerned. Because if, it, because if it was up to me, he would be like me. Okay. Okay. So, so let me ask but you. But that's not, that's not fair for him because the only reason I will say, say I was it. Christian. I was just about to ask. The only reason I was Christian is because I grew up in a Christian household. Okay. That's it. So you're saying that, so you're saying that our ancestors that were brought over here were not maybe not Christians because that that was not the religion that they had in in Africa. So the religion was over there, obviously. Right, right, right. It's debatable. I mean, I don't know specifically my ancestors for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't I don't know if my family history has always been Christian. Right. Okay. I, I I really I don't know. I can go back as far as my great grandmother. I know they were very Christian. Right. But that's I think I can go back to my great grandmother. That's about as far as I can go back. Like no, historically record wise for my family. I got you. And I that's on you. my mom's side. Um but outside of that, again, had my family been Muslim, it's a strong possibility. Right. My belief system would be completely different and based off of the teachings of Allah. Okay. Of the Quran. Okay. Again, as I got older and I just kind of removed myself from it, I'm like, you know, just asking the like the, the the child question basically. Well why? Well why? Why why do I believe what I well, you know, that's what I was taught. That's how I was raised. Shit. I never really developed my own thought on it. 
It was it was basically forced. And I'm not saying it was forced. And I'm not well, saying I'm mad at it. I'm not saying I'm I, and I, I I'm not saying it was forced. It's just 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 hear me. This out. is what our family does. This is what we are gonna do. Right. And just hear me out when I say forced. I don't mean like they they held you down. They whipped you till you believe it. I mean when I say forced. Growing up, you went to church. Exactly. You 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 had no choice. It I wasn't had no like no choice. We was in church. We yeah, was in Sunday was, school. We was in everything. Yeah, it wasn't like, hey, would you like to go to church today? No, it was forced upon you to go to church. So that's the only thing that I'm saying as far as that goes. Now, whether you got the religion and you believed it or whatever, that's completely up to you. And I understand where you're coming from, being where you're not a hundred percent sure if this is a religion that you want to believe in because. It was, well, it, it 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 was forced upon our it ain't ancestors. Even that. It's just kind of all religions. Like again, we we say we don't trust the word of man, but like man is who wrote all these texts. And I'm I think as an agnostic, I'm not saying it's not possible that any of these religions could be true. It's 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 plausible. Right, right. I don't necessarily believe it's possible, but it's plausible. Okay. And the very the the opposite of that can be true as well. Like there there's. Okay. We, we don't know. You don't and know I'm, what you don't I'm know. okay with not knowing. Like you can I can still think the scripts and the text of religions. I think a lot of the stories are absolutely beautiful. Right. And that's with Christianity, that's with, you know, um That's almost Islam. any religion. It, a lot of the stories are very beautiful and yeah. they they are meant to teach, you know, different Lessons, Le- lessons, not life lessons, exactly. Um, yeah. But as far as actually buying into it, nah, I'm I'm good. But again, I digress because that's that's me. Right. So if my son, we go to you know we eventually go to a church and he's like, oh, daddy, I'm really into this. I like it. Yeah, I'm glad, son. Learn more. Okay, okay. I I will gladly you know take you there. I'll I'll sit through it. I may not like sitting through it, but for you, I'll sit through it. Because that's something that means something to you, and that's what you are developing. And that's that's actually really dope that you would actually take the time out to do that. Because a lot of people is like, you know, if I'm not doing it, then nobody's doing it, or whatever, whatever. Nah, I don't. You know I don't I mean? want. I want him to to grow up saying, "Hey, I believe this because I believe this, not because you know my mom or my dad grew up and we this is what we did." Okay. Okay. So. Um, with that being the case, you know, yeah, like I don't, I don't want to have him subscribe to necessarily my thought. If he does, cool. Now I don't, you, I don't really want to go to church to begin with, but like if he doesn't, just as cool because you know. Now you you realize that psychologically, as long as you guys have a really great relationship, ninety percent of what you subscribe to, he's gonna subscribe to. I understand that. Okay, I just want. But I, I want. But that's part of what I want. I want him to be open minded about things. Okay. Well, then teaching them open-mindedness about pretty much everything, especially nowadays, you have to be open-minded about it. Because if you're not open-minded about it, you're going to get left behind, or you're going to get, what is this culture called? Cancel culture? Oh, cancel culture. I don't really give a shit about cancel culture. I mean, I I know you don't, but you know. um, Like, cancel me, shit. I don't even like people to begin with. Yes, you do. <laughs> You've been going to therapy, and you are liking people a little bit more than you do. No, I am being friendlier to people. Oh my god! Oh my god! You gonna give me the option of just like going out to the wilderness, being solo, drinking, smoking cigars, fucking being one with nature, and not being around anybody? I'm gonna take that shit 
nine times out of ten. The other time I'm not going to take it is if my son want to do something with me. Or one of my friends want to be like, oh, let's go out. Hey, All nephew, right. nephew, keep your dad in the city. He's going to go crazy in the woods. Look, man, I am I am on a – he's almost seven. I'm on a 12, 13-year countdown. At age 52, 53, I will, uh, I will be semi-retired. I already got my plan worked out. I am going to semi-retire at age 52 or 53. Okay. When he graduates high school. Uh-huh. I am going to live nine, eight to nine months out of the country. Okay, okay. And the other three to four months, I will do contract work. Whether it's IT or, you know, hopefully my- Oh, uh, my I, thought you, I thought you were talking about you're going to be a sex worker, so it kind of confused me for a second. I mean, I don't really think nobody paying for a 50-year-old at that point, but shit, you hey, know. Hey, hey. The, internet, the internet is a, is a strange and scary just, place, so I don't know. I just shit. mess with you, man. But, uh, nah, man, like, that's my plan is to- uh, Kind of to see what this world has to offer, man. Like the world is bigger, you know, than than what we know. Ooh, excuse me, what we know. So yeah. that first year where I semi retire, I'm going to spend half the year in Panama City, Panama. There you go. There you go. People that look like you can't speak that language, but they look kind of But like I got you. I got twelve to thirteen years to learn how to speak Spanish fluently. I'll be fine. So, okay. How do you know you haven't learned Spanish yet? I mean, I'm I said just saying speak it fluently. I'm just bruh. You I can, can speak I can understand it and I can speak it. I just suck at it. I sound like a toddler trying to learn how to talk. <laughs> can I understand what you were saying? Absolutely. Or I can make 80, it out. 85% of the time, absolutely, I can understand it. Okay. But can what I about, speak it back to you? Nah, not really. What about when they talk super fast? I can get about 70% of that. Okay, okay, okay. Cause Cause, I'm just, it's because I've been around it for long enough, and then, you know, the, I got you. the in-laws are – so, yeah. No, and, and I completely understand where you're coming from because, you know – I don't always know exactly what they're saying, but I can I use context clues and like kind of make out because I know a few words or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But at the same time, when they start talking super fast, I get lost. I, and it's 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 not saying anything against them. It's just me because it's not a native language to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so for me, I just get lost. And then I ask him slow down, slow down. You know what I mean? Right. And, and then, then so now that he's getting older as well. Um, the plans coming up are for him and I to do kind of like a language immersion together. Um, so eventually, probably like another year or two, we're going to get to the point where either Saturday or Sunday will be Spanish Saturday or Sunday. Okay. So that is all we are allowed to say in the house. And so you're not going to be talking? No. He's going to have to talk about something, shit. I mean. He's going to want something. I'm going to need him to do something. Something's something going to have to be spoken. I mean, so, you already don't like people. I know it's your son and everything. But, but, yeah, but, again, it'll either. I don't know if it'll be Sunday or Saturday, but whatever. And one of those days will be all Spanish. All Spanish. That's what's up. That's and then um, the other day, because part of me, uh, just more for him, um, wants to learn it as well, because I do plan on going over there, uh, Mandarin. Oh, have him talk to his little cousins. His cousin, yeah. They've been doing it since kindergarten, bro. So we're going to do Mandarin Mondays. So I don't know if it'll be like Spanish Sundays, Mandarin Mondays, and then the rest of the week English. I'll set up a Zoom call for y'all. But, yeah. So those are the two languages over the next you know, decade so, that I get to learn. So I've been around it for uh, eight years now, and I know how to say ni hao. That means hi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then they told me, like, they were telling me like how to ask for like a, a soda or something. And depending on what you're asking for, there's like three or four different ways to say dad. And I was like, I'm lost. Yeah. 
I, bro, I'm, I I got lost. So I was like, uh, okay, so. My youngest two are the ones that do it, so they talk back and forth to each other sometimes. So that's pretty cool. I I, I like that they take that. I I just. But I, I think that's something that'd be cool for like him and I to to kind of go through as well. And then you know, I mean, we can fuck around and go to like a a Chinese restaurant on Mondays or something like that. Now you know, but a, again, a lot of fully, these Chinese restaurants. But, but fully immersing yourself in it, and then being able to speak it. It's completely different versus just like going back and forth in the house. True, true, true. Because so, when you when you get out there, especially there's different dialects. Just like I know, like even for English, right? There's yeah, different accents, but the British English language is completely different than American English absolutely. language. So I I do understand where you're coming from. And I already know there's certain dialects are like slang words in, uh, in Panama City that are nowhere near the Spanish that I actually know now. So, hey, and these these are just, you know, plans and whatnot. But, yeah, man, I'm on a 12, 13-year countdown, semi-retired. It's the final I'm gonna go, uh, countdown. Look in Panama City, come back. Um, I know Fiji's on the list. Come uh, back. That's nice over there. Yeah. Uh, Costa Rica okay. is on the list. So you just back. a South American dude, huh? South America, um, Asia. Okay. Um, I don't know if I want to go to Nigeria or Ghana for half the year yet. I don't know yet. I want to go to Egypt. I don't really want to do Egypt. Why? I don't know. Because when I did that, uh, the ancestry test. Are your people not from Egypt? No, my people not from Egypt. Oh, I am. Wow. Uh, I mean, we joke about it now, obviously off air, but I am <laughs> mostly mostly Nigerian. Hey, did you uh, did you celebrate uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day? No, that remember I'm not I'm not Irish. Oh. <laughs> so uh no, my mind came back mostly Nigerian, a uh, little bit of Ghana. Or is it Ghana? I don't know if it's Ghana or Ghana, but uh, Ghana. It's from and the it, country of Ghana, I just Yeah, said from that. the country of Ghana. And then um surprisingly which blew my mind, I am a fucking quarter German. Furman? German? Bro. Hey, I'm just saying. I like I'm I'm looking at the tests like I turn them upside down like this shit gotta be wrong <laughs> like I'm reading this wrong like this had to call both my parents like y'all got something y'all need to tell me like nah bro that's where you <laughs> that's where that light skin comes like from. shit like where that come from so yeah that that shit blew my mind so I do at some point during the uh, the semi retirement want to go over to Germany for those six to nine months have fun Live over east there. or west. Don't know, yeah. I want to do first of all, it's just one Germany. That well, was I, a quick ch- well, no, because I mean, I, it's technically one Germany, but I'm just saying yeah, the wall like, came down. <laughs> the wall may have came down with some certain attitudes, didn't especially yeah, toward yeah, us. You're right, so, you're right. Yeah, um, make sure you go by a military base. Yeah, so I do want to learn German as well, but just enough to be like, uh, yeah, yeah, so, um. One of my family members, uh, her family is from Germany. She's black and German. Um, and it's crazy. I'm going to go find Dirk. This guy. And it's crazy because I think she speaks fluent German, German to her mother, right? And then um, the kid's uncle just got married. And I think his wife's family is part German as well. 
You know what I mean? So, I don't know, brother. I, those Germans and black people, man, you know, they got along well. Oh, shit. Like, uh, my best friend slash brother, Terrence, his, uh, his wife, Stacy, she's part German. Mm. So, when I went out there for the uh, UFC fight a couple months ago, uh, she asked me, what did I do for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? I was like, I... No Germans had traditions like that, I, but I'm, I'm, but this is stuff I'm learning. I'm like, oh shit, okay, that's kind of cool because you know, for us, black eyed peas, right? Like you just talked about, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a German meal, oh, okay. that they traditionally eat on New Year. I was like, oh, okay. Now don't, I'm doing that shit next year. Don't get me wrong, I have eaten a lot of German food and it's freaking delicious. Some of it is an acquired taste, but a lot of it is super delicious. So. Well, we the plan initial plan was to do a German restaurant on my birthday this year. Okay. Um, however, for the last few years, for the first few months of every year, I have gone vegetarian. You really can't uh, indulge in German food. Are you still vegetarian now? I'm no. This year I did pescatarian. Okay. Are you still pescatarian? I am actually still pescatarian. So. So next is next week would be the end uh, end date of that that little adventure because I go. Until the end of March, every year. But this year is a little bit different. Um, I'm actually keep it going. How do you feel? I feel amazing. Um, I probably will add chicken back into the the fold, honestly, just because it's a black people. Well, it ain't even that. It's a black easier people. way to get my sort my protein. Bro, you can get protein from from vegetables. Bro, I'm so tired of eating vegetables all the time. I understand <laughs> that, but you can get protein from vegetables. And like the and- the vegan restaurants I've gone to. The food is absolutely amazing. I never thought I would say that. So I could see down the road me just eliminating meat altogether. But for why, the time being, like, it, like man. Why put like, off tomorrow what you Chicken shawarma is fucking delicious. Why put off tomorrow what you because can do Because chicken shawarma is delicious. Why put off tomorrow what you could do today? Have you had fried chicken lately? No. And I, I, under, I understand exactly. I don't miss it like I missed it the last few years, but. I do. Shit's delicious. Bruh, I, oh, my God. Fry, I'm from the South, too, bro. Oh, my God. Give me God. some buttermilk fried chicken, oh boy. But, yeah. God. Anyway, I digress. Anyway. I anyway. do feel better. Um, I really don't miss, like, I thought I was going to miss steak. Like, I list, missed it the last few years. Yeah. Way more than I miss it. I don't really miss it. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Uh, we got a few minutes left here. Um, for all of the... Uh, Listeners that have been listening to us for our previous uh, episodes, we really appreciate all y'all. For all the new listeners, welcome. This is the Growing Up Dad podcast. Uh, this episode, since it's had since it has been about two years of us just coming back together, it's just a reintroduction. Um, we we generally come in with uh, a couple of topics that we talk about, and uh, we're gonna re- we're gonna introduce uh, some new segments. We also want to hear you guys' comments. You could comment to us at growingupdad at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram page, Growing Up Dad. Um, <clears throat> and I need to hear y'all feedback, but I'm thinking about putting a Growing Up Dad uh, Facebook uh, page where you guys could comment, talk to us. Uh, maybe we could go live on there every every so often or something like that. But give us your feedback and tell us what you think. Um, would you guys be interested in participating in something like that? Um, Again, I'm presentable Ricky. Uh, Banks, tell the people where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. 
find me and say Lewis rolling on. My bad, my bad. Nah. Shout out, shout out to Nelly. <laughs> yeah, but nah, nah. Um, Instagram at Steven Cigar. Uh, Twitter same handle Steven Cigar. Mm. Those are my main two uh, social media point of contacts. I do have a TikTok. I just I'm old. Shit, I ain't putting out no damn videos. Another thing, we are so we're gonna try to hire us a media consultant here. Um, she's young and you know she's more hip to that social media thing like that. So um, we are looking into possibly opening up a TikTok page, but our TikTok page is pretty much gonna be us giving you guys information, giving you guys quotes and things like that. So um, stay on the, stay on the lookout for that. We'll we'll let you know when that when that's gonna be dropping. So again. For all of y'all that have been missing us and been wanting to hear our voices again, we are back. Uh, we're going to start doing this uh, once a week like we were doing before. Uh, we're going to try to drop all episodes on Mondays, and then we'll go from there. Uh, again, brother, I'm glad to be back in the building with yes, you. Yes, sir. You got a, got a nice setup going on, man. I'm proud of you. Boy. Hey, hey. It took you a long ass time to bring it back, but hey, listen. better late than never. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes... You got to measure 10 times and cut once. And that's what I was doing. I was measuring. It just took two years to measure. But then once I cut, you see how I came out, right? No, I came out good. All right, right we, got, we got some legit equipment. I'm All more right, proud then. of you. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Anyway, uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Oh, thank you.